0: Welcome to another episode of Botox and Burpees. I'm Dr. Sam Ree, plastic surgeon and CrossFit coach, host of this podcast where we talk about plastic surgery, CrossFit, and everything in between. You can find more information at our website, BotoxandBurpees.com, and make sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. Today's episode is the third episode with David Syvertson, owner and coach at my box, CrossFit Bison, in Midland Park, New Jersey. We talk about the dreaded I word in sports and fitness, injury. How to avoid injuries, how to deal with injuries, and actually how to get the most out of an injury. Okay, so the next topic that we should really cover is, is injuries, because I think that's one of the biggest things that people are scared of about CrossFit. Mm -hmm. It's I've had my share of injuries. You've had your share of injuries. This is something that we should never um, shy away from talking about, Mm -hmm. and I think we should approach it head on. So uh, tell me your thoughts about, just straight up, injuries and CrossFit. So I think that (sighs) anything you do at an intense
1: rate, repetitively over and over high volume is going to lead to you being vulnerable to more injuries and let's take cross it out of it. Some of the worst injuries I've had have been from high volume running mm-hmm. and believe it or not, like back when I was 21 to 25, that used to be my cardio fix. I had a three, I had a three and a half mile loop. I can't believe um, it, but go ahead. I had a three and a half mile loop from my house through Ridgewood, up through middle park Hills. And I used to do it three to four times a week. And I went after it like I I did that loop in under 19 minutes one time and I've never been I I remember being so happy about that. But that was really like the worst my knees have ever felt was when I ran a lot and it was just it was too much. And I probably don't run correctly like I have a lot of people that that tell me now and I really don't run that much anymore. Calf and Achilles issues that will pop up and I didn't know what cross it was. when when I was running like that. So I think, but it was at an intense rate and I did it over and over and it was high volume. And I I think that you can relate this to F45, Orange Theory, CrossFit, your Globo gym stuff. When you're doing too many of the similar movement patterns over and over and something is a little off, right? Whether it be your mobility, your stability, the quality of your movement, Your midline stability, like you can't breathe. A lot of this stuff is done with a high heart rate. You can't breathe well, so you can't stabilize your core, blah, blah, blah. You lose track of different stability patterns with your joints. That can lead to an injury. And it's usually not one lift or one workout that got you there. It was just the sum. If you picture a rope, like these ropes that are hanging in the gym right now, Mm -hmm. if you just cut one thread every single day, Mm -hmm. eventually it snaps. That's usually what happens with an injury, a Mm -hmm. serious one, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it be a knee, a shoulder, a back, and over the course of the years, like, it can really start to bang you up a little bit. And I do think crossing can get you hurt. I do. I'm going to say that right now. Uh, I think running can get you hurt. Mm-hmm. The worst injury I've had over the past four years is playing at a football game with the guy from Bison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, like, I literally thought I snapped my Achilles. Like, I couldn't walk. And it was a calf injury. But yeah. it, it's not the football that hurt me. I'm, I was training such high volume at yeah. the time. Yeah. And my calves are a wreck. And anyway, but... A lot of what I did prior to
0: that game is what hurt it. That was just what kind of put it over the edge. So know? now you've gotten so much smarter about right. dealing with this. Yeah. And so what do you – so the risk – okay, so it's not that injury are The risk of injury is inevitable yes. in any high-intensity high intensity, sure. sport that you do. For sure. And let's face it, CrossFit is – something that lends itself to especially competitive individuals working in a group environment there it's measurable and repeatable so you're putting numbers up right and so people will tend to push things maybe beyond what they think they should they ought to so what is it that now we can do to help that or mitigate it i'm gonna i'm gonna quote dr john hartman
1: on this but this makes so much sense to me and he said this to me a long time ago You can't burn the candle from both sides. So what we mean by that is, if if you are gonna come here Mm -hmm. and literally just put yourself through the blender every day, Mm -hmm. more power to you. If anything, I admire people that do that because it takes a lot of discipline to come in and work your butt off every day. And they love it. It just feels so great. It feels great. The endorphins that come from it, but also like your fitness level, your capacity gets higher, your strength gets higher. I'm really impressed by people that do that. I really think it's admirable. But if you think that your work is done, when you walk out of here, you will get hurt eventually, because the amount of stuff that you do the other 23 hours a day is going to impact whether or not you get a serious injury. like a muscle strain here and there, your wrist jammed up a little bit, like I jammed my wrist the other day falling on the ground. Let's not take that for what you can tweak something walking downstairs. Sure. So I don't want to get into, but I'm saying like the stuff that's really repetitive and causes like severe injuries, mm-hmm. almost always, I think it has more to do with your lifestyle. Outside of the gym, than it does what you're doing here. I, if you sit at your desk mm-hmm. nine hours a day, mm-hmm. hunched over, mm-hmm. and then you come in here and you half ass the warm up every single day for mm-hmm. two to three years, mm-hmm. like I will bet money on the fact that you're gonna do something to your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'll bet, I'll put money on it, mm-hmm. all right? If you are the person that's like, we're stretching and mobilizing, you're looking at the sky, wondering when the warm-up's over so you can get your workout on, get your heart rate up, mm-hmm. you're gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. If you are eating foods that cause inflammation, if you're drinking every night, mm-hmm. if you're you know, constantly trying to impress yourself because mm-hmm. you only sleep five hours a night mm-hmm. because you're, you're such a hard worker, mm-hmm. you're gonna get hurt. Like, your body has a threshold. Yours is different than mine, Mine is different than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Mine's different than that person's. Mm -hmm. But you have to always be putting thought and effort into how to take care of your body so that when you do work out, you can actually maximize, again, we bring up economics, Mm -hmm. maximize that hour Mm -hmm. to bring your fitness to the next level. But if you think that you can go eat Skittles and Starburst. After you work really hard here, when your body's in a depleted state, yeah. good luck tomorrow. You can if you're
0: 18, probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. When you're 20, I, like, when I started, that was like, hey, go work out, get messed up, living right. in Hoboken. But I'm really cognizant of what I'm eating after a workout because that is when my body's in the most depleted state. That's when your body's like begging for something, nutrients, mm-hmm. protein. Mm-hmm. And very few times am I going to go have a bad unhealthy meal after i do that. And what's what is the common thought behind working hard here? Mm-hmm. I quote my brother Aaron. I love him for saying this. He mm-hmm. goes, "Dude, I do crossfit so that I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> he can eat his sun chips." He yeah, looks sun, sun chips in subway. Like I, I really sh- feel strongly about the people that are notoriously banged up. Mm-hmm. And it could have a there could be a lot of reasons behind it. It could mm-hmm. be like a lot of people you don't know their training age mm-hmm. when they're here. And training age to me is What did they do from age 10 to 25 a lot of these people played sports in college and they trained their butt off like where you have some people who like never been to a gym before so they have not beat up their joints but for the most part if you're coming here and you don't have a plan on what to do when you're out of here Mm -hmm. that is going to cause the injury more than the squat snatch Yes. And how much mobility are you doing on your own? I'm busy, you know what, I am too. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, I'm probably busier than you are. Mm-hmm. I find time to do that. Mm-hmm. The accessory work, mm-hmm. the, sh- the single limb work, that mm-hmm. like this upcoming Thursday, we have the workout with all the single leg work. Like mm-hmm. I can, I've been doing this for seven years, mm-hmm. I can say this with confidence, there's almost no energy on those days, because mm-hmm. it's boring. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the more you do that, the less likely you're gonna get hurt. If you put thought, effort, and energy into that,
0: you will get hurt much less often. I usually ca- classify injuries into different categories. Like you said, there's the everyday, maybe I caught a clean badly and so right. my wrist is a little sore. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that happen every day for anything. You you could do that like at home. It's like a paper cut type right. thing. Like it just happens. And right. those uh, I, you have to just chalk up to everyday life. Yep. The, the I think training age is very important. Yep. We, we have People who played football in college, who had uh, high rep type of uh, exertions like pitchers and so forth. Right. Or who always have had chronic issues with something. Right. And then they come here and that's something that is a double-edged sword in the sense that those people, I've known some of them, they actually got, they rehab their injuries doing CrossFit. For sure. I'm thinking of the dude who can like lift crazy amounts above his head he was he had a crap ass back yep. and he is now basically rehabbed it to the point where you never would have thought that he had a back injury yep. yep so i think there are those athletes that you have to watch out for and listen if you come with something like that you're just going to have to be super careful yes with that then there are the injuries that come through crossfit and i've had a couple where you feel something yep And you don't do something about it. And I think that's very common. Yes. A lot of us enjoy working out, like you said, put ourselves through the blender. Maybe we feel a little something. I've done that in the back, and I'm like, oh, that feels a little tight. Yes. And then I'm like, but I can just, it's not so bad. Yeah. So I'll just do it. I'll just finish it. I'll finish the workout. Playing with fire. Yeah. Yeah. And then then there's a workout I really want to do the next day, and then I'll do that. And then pretty soon, and on top of it, I'm not doing the things outside the gym that I ought to be, and then pretty soon I wake up, and I can't move, like, I am on my back is on fire. I can barely get out of bed. It's hard for me to go to work. And suddenly I'm like, oh, man, this CrossFit thing. And then and then you do the PT and the MRI and all this stuff. And everyone's I think a lot of us have gone through that. And 100 percent. And then and in my experience, as long as there's not anything structurally of issue, these are all issues that are completely avoidable and, yeah. and when you say what you do outside the gym matters yep. that's where outside the gym matters yeah they always say you don't get fit by being in the gym you get fit by being in the gym and then what you do after to recover 23 hours versus one hour and right. i think that's it's frustrating from outside like as i would say
1: that's one thing that's really weighed on me i hear that in your tone yeah like i, I ever since i read this book adam ramson told me to read extreme ownership yeah. by jocko yeah. and uh, there's a lot of good in there The biggest thing that I got out of that book was whatever's going on wrong in your life is your fault. Shut up about everything else. So I try to relate that to myself as an athlete, but also as a coach. Or if you're someone that's like constantly hurt or someone that got hurt before you point the finger at something or someone, Mm -hmm. make sure you did everything right. And I, I feel very strongly about the fact that it frustrates me to no end that the first reaction to something that going wrong is pointing the finger. And I can tell you right now issues that I've had, let's say like my calves and Achilles have been like my, uh, you know, pun intended Achilles Mm -hmm. for so long. Mm -hmm. It's not because of anything other than the fact that I have not done enough work down there on my own. Like whenever I go to Hartman and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Hey man, this is an issue right now. It's really bothering me. He goes, have you been scraping your feet? The answer is always no.
0: Mm No.
1: And that's something that always helps me. It's just like, the, you know, a little scraping my feet and mm-hmm. taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I just don't have the time. I have a mm-hmm. kid. I have the gym, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But then I'm like, you know what? I watched football for four hours yesterday. I mm-hmm. have the time. I chose not to do it. Mm-hmm. And... When I re- when someone comes up to me and says man I'm really I can't get past this injury like mm-hmm. I, that's the first thing I want to say mm-hmm. is are you literally doing everything you could I took mm-hmm. a food sensitivity test mm-hmm. that's not cheap mm-hmm. and I now know foods that really can cause a lot of inflammation mm-hmm. and when you're inflama- when you have inflammation you feel tight you feel like crap you start compromising mm-hmm. movement patterns mm-hmm. and then you hurt something
0: yeah and it's because I didn't eat well that previous weekend, I think people need to make those choices, so you are a very high level, so there's a difference between fitness and and sport competition yeah, yeah. sport and some, sometimes we blur that yeah. as intense athletes who want to push ourselves right. because let's face it we put we push ourselves because it we see the results that we're going to get better for sure, but I also know now that if I did not do my best yep outside the gym, I shouldn't try to hit 185, do 185 shoulder to overheads and For reps, I'm yeah. going to do 165 or 155 and yep. I think that there are some athletes in our gym who almost never get injured. Right. now. It's hard to find that balance where you're still pushing yourself yep. um, and you're gonna, challenging yourself. You're going to straddle the line. And, and I think that, that comes with experience yep. where you're not just coasting, you're actually challenging yourself, but you're also not redlining to the point where, you know what, I didn't do so great last night, yep. but this is what I need to do to avoid injury. Yep. And I think, listen, this is part of the learning process in CrossFit yep. as well, is figuring out where that boundary is for you and you might get burned a little bit on one side if you touch that iron and it's too hot for you fine but most of us will do that once or twice and then figure out where we need to be
1: and i'll tell you what that's why i like the open for even from the majority of our gym is here for fitness not for sport yes you have some people that don't know what they're here for they're just they want to be the best school on the board that day and the rest of their lifestyle does not support a competitive lifestyle so they end up getting hurt i like the open because we can say hey guys the six weeks leading up to and during the open let's make some personal sacrifices let's say don't drink because it's going to cause inflammation it's going to impact your recovery it's going to impact your sleep and your sleep is the one you recover all right let's say you're going to put a little bit extra time into accessory work let's say you're going to watch one less episode of netflix and do some mobility at home like that, that's where I like the open and how it, re, you know, especially the time of year now that they're putting it back February, March. Mm-hmm. It can really co- put you into this lifestyle mm-hmm. of everything I do for the next six to eight weeks should support what I'm doing at the gym. And six to eight weeks out of 52 weeks in the year, mm-hmm. don't tell me it's a long time. Don't mm-hmm. tell me it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had people do that in the past and I've helped them. I've guided them through that and I've seen them from watch what happened to their bodies and how they felt day to day and that's when they're like dude i want to live like this all the time not because my scores are good mm-hmm. but because my body feels good mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's an all-encompassing lifestyle and again we bring up the difference between crossfit and other programs mm-hmm. there is no f45 open there is no orange theory open right. and i the open itself is a discussion for another time but i think it's important to sum that up that you find a pocket of time throughout the year, I don't care when it is, I like it being around the open, but it doesn't have to be, Mm -hmm. where you really put six to eight weeks in of pure dedication to your health fitness lifestyle, Mm and see what you
0: learn, and see if it's a lifestyle that you like. I love that, mainly because I'm, it's like an experiment with my body. So when I do that, I'm saying... And I try that with all sorts of stuff. We did paleo for a while, and I was like, okay, so what happens to my body if I do this? Yeah. What happens if I don't eat like crap and I do this? But it's got to be all in. Not this five days no, on, no, no, two no, days no, no, off right. crap. And we've had challenges where what is it? what happens if you drink X amount of water for amount the of time? The simplest thing in the world. And, and I will tell you that the fact that we as a group are challenging ourselves in different ways to find what works for our body right. is is fantastic because yeah. we never experiment with our bodies is our bodies are one of the most the arguably the most important thing that we own yep and yet we don't actually challenge ourselves in many ways to see what works yep i will tell you that water challenge yeah uh, my wife drinks almost as much she's so regular about it yeah. because she did and she's like i like how I feel I like my performance I like the way I look I like my skin I like all of this and the fact that and I'm not just saying this because you're here
1: but are there two people in our gym that have seen progress like you two in my opinion there aren't and it's little things like that you experimented with and you've that you're like wow this is actually working for me this is not just like a textbook saying and I wish more people could take that in because drinking water it's not hard right it's simple it's
0: just you have to It's got to be on your mind all the time. And what's so funny is, is that I've heard this same concept echoed Andy Stumpf recently in his podcast. He does the same thing now. And I was like, where did he get that idea? It's not, it's not, there's no copyright on the idea, but, and the people who actually do it though, find real benefits. So the fact that people are, we are experimenting with ourselves Mm -hmm. and trying different things and being positive makes, and and many of those changes stick with us, makes us better. And that's the part that I really love. And... Injuries are part of that. When you have an injury and you're trying to figure out like what works. Well, plantar fascial scraping works for you. I've tried physical therapy. This works for me. That works for me. Yep. Yoga. Yep. Yeah, mobility. Like yep. everyone has to experiment with their body because let's face it. None of us are going to be uninjured for the rest of our lives. And the worst thing you can do is ignore the outside the gym stuff. Right. And just, you know
1: what? I'm just going to work harder when I get there. Again, admirable. I respect it that you'll come here and work hard, but that's, it's not good enough, and if anything, that will lead
0: you to the injury. You have to think outside the box. Right. And I would say that every injury, I don't want to say they're good, but they've certainly gotten me to focus on my body. For sure. In a way that I never did before that yep. injury. Yep. And I will say that, listen, some injuries are, are serious and, and structural and, and Absolutely. major issues. 100%. But barring that, most and even listen i've known people here who've had back surgery and they've taken that experience and spun it like you said owner owned it they've made it they've become better yes people in the sense that they know themselves better because yep. of it they had to go a few steps back right to take the to, steps to forward. figure it out forward yep. and i would say i bet you if you ask dr john hartman do you know your body now better than before you had all of these the knee the issue and he like Completely. he 100%. is, And not that you would wish that on anyone, but no. the fact that you go through that experience. It's part of life. And no. all of us are going to get injured in some way. It could be a car accident. Yes. It could be some other major medical issue. Yep. But your body's going to get hurt in some way. You don't know how. And yep. if you don't know how to deal with it on some level, yep. That's if, or rather, if you are more in tune with your body, right. you're going to be able to deal with it in a much better way. And yep. And what better way to figure out what that line is yeah in the pursuit of fitness and getting better and getting healthier and getting stronger and that's the part where i think we're like oh injury's bad yeah yeah but you know what that's being human yeah And that's stress
1: is bad too but you're gonna go through it you gotta be able to cope with it so the people i know in my life right now that don't don't cope with stress well and it's just always a dramatic event it's because every they, they they haven't Approached that stress the right way. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm angry. I'm upset I'm just gonna throw my head through the wall and I hope people feel bad for me Instead of you just sitting there and be like, all right, what can I learn from this, right. What am I gonna do if this happens again? I'm like right now. I am prepared for the next time this happens, or that I know exactly what I'm gonna do. If you told me like, Dave, your cat, you're gonna hurt your cat tomorrow and you can't train for the Legends comp for the next six weeks, you can't do any jumping or running, I already know what I'm gonna do. And that's because I've been through that before. That's and exactly. I, I still got fitter
0: during those times right. of injury. And uh, conversely, you know what not to do right. to get to that. Point. I know my limitations. And you have gotten, and yet you can still fitness and get stronger and, sure. and be better. Yep. And that's the other thing for me too, is I've learned, how to as i've gotten older i've not necessarily gotten my numbers have been so much better but my recovery is better so every workout i do i know my risk of injury is a little bit less because i know how to to recover from it better yep and um maybe i should be the one to say this on your podcast because you probably won't but you made the age online
1: qualifier last year (laughs) which men you were one of the top 200 men in your age group age 50 to 54 in the world with, with the sport of crossfit and if we're if you want me to be honest about this, I think if you, that is those are the fittest people in the world, the people that rank high in CrossFit. They're not the best runners, they're not the best lifters, they're not the strongest, they're not, but they are the fittest people in the world. And you went from some guy that didn't know how to count wall balls and couldn't <laughs> squat on wall balls and couldn't hit the wall on wall balls to one of the 200 fittest people in your age group in the world. And that's an accomplishment that you really, you bled your way there because prior to that happening, I remember at Old Bison at 59, you had a wrist issue. You had a knee issue at the same time. Every effing time you walked in through that back door to work out at 6 a.m., like you were barely walking. and You had tape like you were going to a boxing match against (laughs) Floyd Mayweather. Like I'm like, what is this guy doing here? But you took those experiences from being banged up and you adjusted. We had to adjust for you like a lot. But you still worked hard and you learned from it. And now and now, look at you. You're the guy at the gym. Dude, if I can look like that when I'm in my 50s, I, I made it. Well, and it's because you did not let adversity take you off the track. You took that shit head on
0: and now look at you. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I have to say. Check, send me a check for that. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Thanks for that endorsement. I will say that took a lot of guidance and role modeling from you and from the gym. and. Right. And the only reason I got to where I was last year was the the programming and the peaking. Right. Now that was really a blend of going from fitness to a sport right. for me. Right. And that was a unique experience. I will say this also is that's one of the reasons why I think CrossFit is so awesome Yeah. is because it can take an athlete and take them from just fitnessing into knowing what it's like to be competitive. For sure. And that's why, and we should talk about it some other time about competitions and and all that, because these are the sort of experiences that I was never a particularly good high school athlete or had any, my training age is probably zero if you wanted to look at it from how many years I was uh, competitive about anything. Yep but everyone should have that experience and the fact that me at age 50 yeah. can take that experience and ride it it wasn't you're right it wasn't easy and yeah. it was extremely you difficult through, on, a lot of people on the outside don't know what you went through. on many levels but that is a special experience that i think you is, can hang your hat on that man well, you should be proud of that like i'll say it you should be really proud of that because
1: there are a lot of people that want to do that that didn't or couldn't or whatever reason. And I, I just think that's a, a huge accomplishment that took a lot of drive, ambition, dedication, consistency, you name it. And, but you never would have experienced it. And like you're a successful guy outside of this place. And so it's not like you needed that for your self-worth, but you never would have experienced that. If you experience. didn't put yourself
0: in. Only CrossFit could have given me that experience. That's there's a good no, way of putting there's it. There's no other sport out there that would have allowed me to try to push as, as much as I did. And uh, it's one of those things, and that's why I, all, I do think about injury a lot, because when you do run that, when you max out like that, it's exhilarating because <laughs> you're pushing so hard. Yeah, you're finding your boundaries. And uh, and to have to also understand what it's like to mitigate injury and avoid it, yep. I, I got so much better at it. And, uh, yeah. And I think all the things that you said about taking ownership of it, doing everything that you need to do outside of the gym yep. is... It's vital. It's vital. It's not important. Right? It's vital. And, and, and forget if you're a competitive athlete or if you're just living your life, you right. know, that's something that you need to do every day. Yes, every day. absolutely. 100%. So, that's awesome. You can get every episode of Botox and Burpees wherever you listen to podcasts or go to botoxandburpees.com. Thanks for listening.